The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Hey, what's up? I'm former Bills receiver Stevie Johnson and you listening to Nate and the fellas on the Circle in the Wagon podcast. It's only one way to roll. That's the Buffalo Rumblings Podcast Network. Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Go Bills, baby. Where else would you rather be than right here, right now? Welcome to the Circling the Wagons podcast, a podcast discussing the Bills all year round with interviews, news, recaps, and insightful fan discussion. Most times, here's your host and lifelong Bills fan, Nate. Hey Bills Mafia, welcome to another episode of Circling the Wagons, a Buffalo Rumblings Parker. I'm your host, Nate. Thank you guys so much for listening to us. We are uh, just about two weeks away from training camp. It's coming up quick, guys. It's getting there. It's coming up quick, and we have a tremendous show for you. We're going to talk about uh, the DeAndre Hopkins signing uh, with the Tennessee Titans, per Adam Schefter. We're going to talk about Steve Tasker making the Pro Football Hall of Fame semifinalist list as something different than what he normally goes for. We're going to talk about uh, John Murphy update. We're going to talk about DeMar Hamlin at the ESPY. So we got a great show for you guys. Uh, as always, this episode is brought to you by the Twin Spire Sportsbook at Delago. If you are in the Western New York or Central New York area, do yourselves a favor. Head on down Route 90. Get off at Exit 41. That is the Waterloo exit. There you will find the Twin Spire Sportsbook at the Delago Resort and Casino. It's a fun time. You will enjoy it. Um, before we get into it, uh, we're going to ask, uh, we're going to, uh, I have an episode coming up soon. A two-parter with Buffalo Rumblings writer Sean Murphy. We go over anything and everything, training camp-wise, positional previews. Um, you've you've seen Sean Murphy's work in the 90 players in 90 days column where he goes in depth in like every player on the entire roster, which is a really cool thing to do. Uh, so he's got a lot of a ton of insight. And we go over everything, man. Just just you know, off the board stuff. We talk about everything having to do with the positional groups, you know, everything you think of middle linebacker, CB2. Uh, 
right guard or not right guard. Yeah, right guard, uh, right tackle, left tackle. We talk about everything. So be sure to check those out on Thursday at noon and Friday at noon of this week. I will be releasing those. If you're wondering how you can contribute to the podcast, first and foremost, just like you're doing right now, uh, we thank you guys for listening to the podcast. If you'd like to tell a friend about Circling the Wagons or just the Buffalo Rumblings Podcast Network in general, we'd certainly appreciate that too. Um, if you're listening to this, you have a good sense of humor and you love the bills. So uh, I'm sure you have friends that are the same way. So uh, the second thing would be visit Twinspire Sportsbook at Delago Resort and Casino. Um, they love it when you guys post things and tag both of us on there. Tag, tag Delago Resort and Casino, tag CTW Pod in it. Um, yeah, and then the third thing is uh, if you'd like to buy a T Public shirt from our T Public site, the link is in our show notes there. So feel free to do that. And then the Venmo I mentioned last week. Um, if you guys want to contribute and you don't want to buy another T shirt because you have a million of them, uh, we have a Venmo set up uh, account set up at CTW Pod where you can definitely uh, contribute if you'd like to. You definitely don't have to, but we'd appreciate it. Uh, one of you guys did last week, which I would love to give a shout out for, but that gentleman asked that we do not give him a shout out. So uh, appreciate you, uh, person out there. So thank you so much for that. We appreciate it. Uh, appreciate uh, giving you guys some laughs and uh, just talking bills. It's like your buddies. We are your buddies. We're doing that. We're buddies with each other. We're buddies with you. It's a fun time. So let's get right into it. Um, I'd like to welcome my co-hosts for the podcast, John and Mike. Fellas, Mike, I'll start with you this time. Mike, how are you doing, buddy? Week two weeks till training camp. What's up, buddy? <laughs> hey, buddy. I'm not your buddy, pal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not your friend, buddy. <laughs> John, John, can we hear you? We're having some a little bit. Oh, is he is he there? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. I'm here. Go Bills. Yes, yes, there he is. My guy, we've been struggling audio technicality wise with all three of us, and we finally came together right at the right time for the podcast. And I'm glad we don't do like a live show. Could you imagine that? Like a live YouTube video, like <laughs> people just watching what a what a crazy time we have just to try to connect microphones to our laptops. It'd be fun for a little bit, but uh, I think we'd lose all our subscribers. So first things did first. You, did you have a, a my buddy growing up, John? I did, in fact. John John looks like the kind of guy I that figured. would have a my buddy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what is that supposed to mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, let me ask Mike. Did you have a my, my buddy? buddy? I did. <laughs> and oh, guess geez. what? It's still here. Lie, yeah. It's still here, and my kids have it now. Wow. Through so, the test of time. I didn't so, keep it. My parents kept it, and then gave it to my my kids. You've had just, it just, as... to be, just to be clear. <laughs> I remember checking out your first or second apartment and seeing it on the pillow, <laughs> propped up, <laughs> propped up on your bed <laughs> with your GI Joe blanket. <laughs> That's cool. I didn't know. Now I feel bad. I didn't have a my buddy. I just, I just don't think my parents love me or something. Jeez. First, I thought we were just going to make fun of John for having one, but now that Mike also had one. <laughs> Jeez. Dude, he was like your friend. It would go anywhere. <laughs> so, all right. So, <laughs> I was going to ask if it was possessed, but then I was like, eh, I didn't know how many apartments John had taken. You know it what, to. though? It does look the, like those dolls that are like, oh, show me where the, the man touched you. <laughs> Wouldn't want to ask John's dolls. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's terrible. That's terrible. So guys, let's start off with talking about um, DeAndre Hopkins not signing with the Buffalo Bills, saying all this time that he wanted to be with a contender, or at least you would think that he wants to be with a contender. He's what, 31 years old now or something. He's not necessarily in the prime of his career. He's never won a ring before. Maybe this is an opportunity. And where does he go? He goes to the Tennessee Titans for a two-year, $26 million deal today. Uh, just announced as like right before we were recording this podcast. Uh, so he goes to a team that has the likes of Ryan Tannehill. Uh, uh, what's that guy's name? Will Levis. Will Levis. Is that it? Yep. Will Levis. The guy that likes like mayonnaise on his hot dogs or whatever it is. And then you have the guy Malik Willis, who's, I mean, it's, it feels like they've given up on him already. So uh, just thoughts on what you had, because to me, it looks like, well, it's just like everything. Like, it all comes down to money. Like, I, I'm tired of I'm tired of acting like these athletes don't want the money. Like, why would you want, like, Chris Paso had, like, an interesting tweet. He's like, he's made, you know, $115 million in his career. And so, like, what's the difference between, like, you know, 120 or 128, which is what he's going to make now going with the Titans instead of like the bills or something like that. Right. What's another $8 million and a career span of a $120 million of total salary. Like why do it? Just go to a contender, just go to a team that you could win a ring with. Instead, what you're doing is you're going for the money completely. Like, I think we all just get it. Like, it's just the money. Like the fact that we got Von Miller was lucky, but it, a lot of it had to do with money. Like we didn't get Von Miller on the cheap. We might've got him for a few million dollars cheaper in the, in like a five, six year contract, instead of it being like a $60 million deal, it was like a $58 million deal maybe or whatever like that. We didn't save that much. You know, the money was too different with DeAndre Hopkins to make a deal. I guess I'm just sick of that idea that athletes want to win a ring. They don't, they don't really want to win a ring, right? Like we saw JJ Watt go to the Cardinals. The Cardinals were terrible before he got there and they weren't that much better when he retired. So I know I'm, I'm done. I'm done being hurt. I'm done getting my hopes up for these really good players that are coming out and thinking that the bills are going to get them on the cheap just because they want to win, win a ring. Cause I just don't think that that's a thing. You know, that is a thing. That's what Diggs wants. That whole, the, all this drama, Minnesota, Buffalo, everything else Diggs, whatever. There's no drama. He's just working hard trying to win a Super Bowl. but that's beside the point. Hopkins back end of his career. He's garbage. We didn't want him anyway. We're all set, right? We haven't, been, we haven't been talking about Hopkins at all, right? We're good, right? We don't need that. Um, well, what's I'll great is he's not going to the Chiefs. Yeah, that was that was going to be the one caveat. The, that's Him not being on the Chiefs is really all that matters. Other than that, it doesn't really matter to me at this point. Yeah, exactly. Point. <laughs> he's not with the Chiefs. That is the best part of that. And he didn't somehow end up in this division. So that's also great, too. He's not in our division. And he's not with the Chiefs, right? So, yeah. Uh, I just think what what – you have to say certain things, right? You have to say it's about winning. Any team that picks you, like, will get that validation, too. Like, if your job offered you a ton of money or a employee of the year certificate, which one are you taking? You're taking a ton of money. I could care less about recognition in any form of my job besides monetarily. <laughs> it's just, like, I remember and it. So they give you a ring at the end of it. Right. You want the giant bag. The bag. <laughs> Yeah, I want the scratch, man. I want my beak wet at the end of the day with whatever. <laughs> Wait, did I use that right again this week or wrong again this week? <laughs> um, I was, remember. Go, go. 
I remember one time at a job, uh, like review, a performance review, like I knew I was on track to get the promotion and I knew that, but in the grand, so then at the, at the review, I was like, I've done this, this, and this, like I should be at this next level of this promotion. And in the end, it was like, what had happened was like, I had been at this job for five years and they just hired someone from a competitor who had been there for one year and he was already promoted to the next level. So I was just like, well, that's bullshit, <laughs> right? Like I've been here for five years and I'm not promoted to the next level. Like that was young Nate, not realizing that you have to leave jobs to really be like a lot more money or whatever. But anyway, so mm -hmm. it was, which we should talk about in some episode, you have to leave your job to make a lot of money. Anyway. So he's, so my, my manager at the time was like, well, what is this? Is this about a promotion? Is it about the title or the money? And I was like, well, both, <laughs> both. Cause I don't get the money without the title. Like I'm not stupid, but you can't come out and say that at the job interview. Like I just want money. <laughs> like you could keep me at like a junior level, level one. You can give me an intern title. I could give a shit if you pay me another $10,000, right? Like who cares what your title is in the grand scheme of things. So like, yeah, I totally get what you're saying, Mike. For like DeAndre Hopkins, he has to say all these things. He has to make it sound like he wants a ring. But I'm just tired of it as a fan, as a podcaster, a content creator, like thinking that it actually matters. Like I'm just. It's probably a combination, right? Like, so what would you say? Two years, 26? Is that what it was? So 13 mil a year where the Bills are Chiefs could have offered him because like they're both strapped at this point. What, a couple million for one year? So that's a huge difference. Um, I don't know what the Patriots might have offered, but. You know, if you're factoring everything in, $11 million a year is a lot. Like they might have been able to make it, if they might have been able to do a back-end thing where it was a little bit more competitive. But again, probably in $26 million, the Bills would probably only be able to offer like a two-year, excuse me, let's say like 16 or $18 million. Like, right? Like it's it's within, it's not within $10 million of what he's going to get from the Titans, right? So so Chris Trapasso's point was like over the entire career, like, you know, it's 120 million versus 128 million or whatever the case is. Like, it's not that big of a deal. But then we also realize that, like, none of us know these guys as finances. Like, that guy could be making, you know, 13 million a year now, but living paycheck to paycheck. Like, we don't know these guys. Like, you know, there, there's stories about athletes, you know, driving their parents' minivan to camp because they're saving all their money. And then you have guys that, you know, buy a Ferrari as soon as they make the practice squad, right? Like, you just, you just don't know. So... You're right, though. It is a big. It is a big amount of money. It's a large amount of money. The bills don't have, the and they could have convinced them too. They could have been like, "Hey, we still got Tannehill, and we got backup plans for when Tannehill's gone. Derrick Henry is still here. We got this new Traylon Burks. You're going to work with him. He's 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 awesome. Very talented. You know, like they could be talking him up, and he they could have sold him too. Like, look at their division, right? So every everybody's talking up Jacksonville, but like other than that, that's the only team they have to beat out. Well, I mean, Indy, yeah, they're probably a few years away. They get, they're rebuilding, right? So maybe. And the money. <laughs> and the money. Yeah, the I money. mean, well, yeah, that's probably like, that's got to be one of the top two factors, right, is the, is, is the money. And then the second is like, where are going, the situation. I mean, it's got to be almost equal to the money. I mean, because you don't want to go there and like be upset that you're not getting the ball. You know what I mean? Like, there's got to be some sort of conversation about that too i would think john would you ever turn down let's say like in terms of our sort of money would you ever turn down like 
If no. one company, <laughs> okay, all right, well, that's all set. <laughs> Mike, no, if somebody was to offer you twenty thousand dollars more than the place that you're working right now, let's say, just for comparison, uh, twenty thousand dollars more to to do what you're what you're doing in the same place, do you think you would take it? Like, even if you really like your job. Um, like that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money considering it could be like, you know, 10, 15, 30%. Who knows? It could be like, let's see if, if 20 is not enough to figure 25, 30, right? I have no idea how much you make. So like if, if like figure like 20% more than what you're making right now, whatever. So like, if you're saying that, like, would you, is there anything that would make you stay at your job or is there something to say like comfort level, you know, I'm DeAndre Hopkins isn't staying at his team. So I know that's not the case, but you know what I mean? Like to, to leave for like, a different situation, 20% more, say $20,000 or whatever, 15,000, five, whatever. Like, would you consider it? Or would you have to be in love with your current situation to be like, I don't care about that money. It's whatever. I mean, there's probably a lot of factors at play, but if it's just, if everything's the same, then tw- you know, 20,000 is 20,000 more. Right. It's uh, a lot. Of I money, mean, right? Hopkins is definitely different. Like, cause like he was, he was leaving care. He was leaving the Cardinals anyway. So, it's just picking between other teams. Um, so like if I was a free agent in, in, in the workplace and didn't have a company and they're bidding on me, um, yeah, whatever, whoever's, yeah, yeah. whoever's getting off for the most amount. Um, location might be a factor at that point. Right. Um, for me, but, um, but, but, Hopkins but maybe, maybe it doesn't matter. But I mean, does does location really matter in the grand scheme of things for a two year contract? I mean, you're only going to be there for three month, three four months a year, right? Like, I mean, no, I, I was no, for for me. You're like for talking you. about oh like yeah, for, for us, your entire right? yeah. family, yeah, yeah. Hop, Hopkins, not as much. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't think that matters at all. Actually, um, being the veteran that he is, uh, he's played games in every city, probably so. I mean, a lot of these guys would just like have their family stay and live wherever they're from, right? Like, so if he's from, let's say, South Carolina, because he played for Clemson, I think. If he's from South Carolina, his family still lives in South Carolina, his wife and kids or whatever. And then he just travels to Tennessee. He lives there for three, four months a year, plays, and then he comes back to South Carolina. His family comes up and visits. Like, you know, they have their school system. I think, I think a lot of players like relocate to where they play, though, too. They really? like, they up in their it, whole family? It it could be different for like journeyman players, but um, I think a lot of players. Well, maybe um, it's probably a mix, but I I've definitely heard it both ways. Yeah, yeah, good point, Mike. Would you turn down twenty thousand dollars? Okay, all right, sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you put it that way, <laughs> show I me think, the money. I think too. Your point is like people can convince themselves of anything. So when you're sitting in the room with the GM and they're outlining the plan that they're going to be a team on the upswing, like you can buy it. Like Tannehill's not bad. Like, uh, they're kind of like, you got good players. Vrabel's a good division. coach. Yeah. Yeah. Vrabel's I don't, I don't think it's, it's not the bills or the chiefs, but for that much more money, like you, I can't blame the guy. I'm just, the- like I said, from our position, glad he's not in KC or New England, I guess, but Dude, he, I don't you... think he'd make the difference in in New England that he would have been Casey. No, I agree 100%. It, it, it'd be one of those things where, like, as soon as you heard the numbers, like, you just start telling yourself, 
you justify everything to yourself as to why you're leaving. They're just like, so we're going to offer you this money. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. And we're in this division. Okay. All right. Sounds good. And we have like the best break room food of like any facility. You're like, okay, well, this is this. I mean, this, my decision is made for me at this point. Like there's three things that are great. Right. Like even if that third thing is something small or dumb, right? Like, you know, for sure. You can ride your bike. So, we have we have an apartment building right next to the facility. D- done. Sold. You know, <laughs> just find a way. <laughs> Free chewing gum. Oh, my God. Like, this is the best place ever. <laughs> so <laughs> I remember one job I worked at. They did that, like, where they added, like, a new. Uh, we changed buildings where we were working, and uh, which is annoying to me because it was, like, another 15 minutes further away from where I lived. I'm like, whatever. That should can be I- factored into your work day. It should be. Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. You didn't agree to that location I, when you I, were none, I, No, no, I didn't want I didn't. Yeah, exactly. I thought I was being here and then I ended up having to work at another 20, 30 minutes to my commute. Right. Like, yeah. It's BS. That's the gas stipend. Wear and tear. Yeah. We'll so then they you to stay at home. <laughs> they should have. I wasn't even allowed to work hybrid there either. So annoying. So annoying. So, so what they did is they like had this really big break room in the basement of the building, and then they would have uh, a vending So you left machines. for more money. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say, like, the other place was like, here's a little bit more money. Okay, okay. They're like, and we're two minutes closer than your other place. I'm like, sold, sold. That's all you need to tell me. It's already a, so much of a better option. Yeah. <laughs> but they had, like, a vending machine area. At the ba- They're just like, oh, man, we're just going to... I don't know if they figured they were going to market to the people that were already there, or they thought they could bring in people and be like, dude, like, this is almost like a convenience store vending machine. And it was. Like, they had, like, frozen DiGiorno's and stuff like that. Like, you could get there and then just, like, cook in one of the, you know, not a big one, but, like, a mini a one. Pizza? You know? No, no, like, a mini <laughs> one, you know? <laughs> you could... You'd have to sleep for two hours <laughs> after lunch. <laughs> But I think what they were really trying to do is to get us to work there longer and be like, you don't even have to go home for dinner because you could get this DiGiorno yeah. pizza. <laughs> you know, it's personal. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's still like, you know, five bucks. It's not free by any means. Like, you're still paying for it. But like, you know. Five bucks for a whole pizza? That's not bad. For a mini one. <laughs> oh, mini. Mini, mini one. <laughs> personal one. Yeah. I don't I miss that part. It was nice, though. I mean, you know, they had like protein shakes and stuff like that, like some Nature Valley bars and stuff but it wasn't like in the end it's just like i'd rather just have a shorter commute if we're being honest <laughs> like that's what i that's all i want so so that was deandre hopkins we didn't get him wah, 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 but that's all right i didn't really think we were going to get him anyway but it's always fun it's always fun to think about the next item is steve tasker is one of 31 semifinalists selected by the hall of fame's 12 person seniors committee all right <clears throat> So, unlike in the past where he's become a semifinalist, I don't think he's ever made a finalist. But it's just like, you know, just to get into the regular Hall of Fame, this is the senior area of the Hall of Fame. So, there's so how, old, how, how old do you feel? <laughs> Steve Tasker is a senior nominee. Considering I watched him as a kid? Yeah, so old. Because <laughs> if you think about it, like, because of our age now, like, we watched him play, and he was younger than we are now, so I feel super old. Super old. Thanks, John. But now I feel even older. Yes. You're I was trying welcome. To avoid, <laughs> trying, to, trying to avoid that topic. Um, how, old, how, old is, how long has it been since you've had a My Buddy, John? 30 years? <laughs> so, there. He Throw has one right in. now, man. <laughs> yeah, it's in, it's in the house somewhere. 
Yeah, somewhere. <laughs> somewhere. And no, wait, I, I, I can see it from here. It's in it's in this room. It's it's like walking bear style across the floor like the ring. <laughs> like no, it's, the it's ring. buried under some other stuffed animals. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, save me, Judd. <laughs> um <laughs> It's like, I don't understand why my daughters are always having nightmares all the time. They keep waking up in the middle of the night. He's because of John's they, they my call, buddy. They, they call it the daddy doll. Daddy's <laughs> <laughs> uh, doll. That's better than the one he had in college. That one. Uh, <laughs> that one John didn't keep from college and bring with them from apartment to a John's wife's like, what is this blow up doll doing? No, it's just Josh Allen. It's fine. <laughs> John pizza 17 on her chest. Um, so I, so there are, <laughs> so there's a maximum, there's a maximum of three <laughs> Hall of Famers. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't it be easier just get, put a jersey on? <laughs> paint it on. John, John you Marie's... got him getting paint. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's got ten Josh Allen jerseys. <laughs> I just see like John with like one of one of those little like magnifying glass things that go over one eye, just like getting that seventeen just right. <laughs> Monocle. Monocle. Or, uh... Yeah, I was listening to Bill Burr. Don't do try his... and change the subject. <laughs> Stop trying to come back. <laughs> I was listening to Bill Burr talk about on a podcast where he's like, dude, blow up dolls. He's like, that was an embarrassing feat having to buy one. He's like, because there wasn't like, I think he's talking about like the 80s or something where VHS is still weren't popular yet. He's like, so like. There was no. What do they have nowadays? What are the avatars or something like that? Like what do they? They have, they have the internet. The internet, yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they have actual. <laughs> I meant sex doll wise, but <laughs> they have the internet. <laughs> um, and like he's like you'd have to like buy it. Like you'd have to go to a store. Somebody would ring it up for you, and you would buy it <laughs> and leave there. And it was the most embarrassing thing. He's like, but guys did it, you know. Like it was just. But anyway. Steve Tasker, <laughs> Steve Tasker is never coming back on this up on the show. So he's so they there's a maximum of three players, three candidates that will uh, get to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. But there's going to be uh, candidates that are going to make it through to the next stage, which is on July 27th, where they're going to be announcing the finalists. Okay. So how many finalists? Is, um. I don't know how it works for the senior nominees as much. So there's going to be 12 seniors and 12 coach commit coach slash contributors to get to the next stage. And there's 31 total right now. Right. So they're basically going to take away seven of the, of the next stage. So then of those 24 candidates that are finalists, the max that will make it to the hall of fame will be three. Okay. So from this list, see if you can guess three people that are, more notable and more famous than Steve Tasker that will make the list. Okay. I'm going to read all these, these 30. Well, there's technically 30, 30 other ones. Okay. Ken Anderson. I barely remember who that is. Otis Anderson. We'd all know who that is. If you watch super bowl 25, 
running back for the Giants. Um, Carl Banks, Maxi Bowen, Bowen. See, so he's definitely not on the top three. Larry Brown sounds familiar. I don't really know him. Mark Clayton, I know who he is. Charlie Connerly, Roger Craig, Henry Ellard, Randy Gratisher, Lester Hayes, Chris Hinton, Cecil Isbell, Joe Jacoby. Billy White Shoes Johnson. Just to the fact that he has white shoes in his name, I feel like he's a shoe in, but no pun intended. But I think we'll see about that one. Billy White Shoes is already he's he's I'm counting him on my on my finger list, potentially above Steve Tasker. Mike Ken, Bob Kuchenberg, George Kunz, Albert Lewis, Jim Marshall, Clay Matthews Jr. Is is that no, that's not the one that we Watch, right? He's not the one from the Packers. That's Clay Matthews the third, I think. Clay Matthews Jr. is his dad. Steve McMichael, Eddie Meter, Metter, Stanley Morgan, Tommy Nobis, Art Powell, Sterling Sharp, Steve Tasker, of course, Otis Taylor, Everson Walls, and Al Wister. Do you think out of those 30 names I mentioned besides Steve Tasker's, there's three in there that are more deserving than Steve Tasker? No. Right? I can't. Sterling Sharp, I'm familiar with, but still, I don't know if he had as much of an impact to the position or the game as much as Steve Tasker did. Uh, Otis Anderson, he won a Super Bowl MVP, um, but he only had like a few good seasons, if that. Uh, this is a tough one. I can't think of three that are more deserving, at least, than Steve Tasker. Steve Tasker had a 12-year career. He was a late-round pick of the Houston Oilers. He's claimed off wa- waivers by Buffalo midway through his second NFL season. And then he was like a key contributor for the special bill special team group for over the next 11 seasons. And he, he got seven pro bowl nods. He appeared in four super bowls. I mean, there's, there's reason to think that Steve Tasker is deserving of that. How you doing, John? So needless to say, if Steve Tasker doesn't get in, then I will never announce another Pro Football Hall of Fame finalist until Josh Allen goes in or Stefan Diggs or whoever is the next Bills player. That would be a fun discussion sometime. What's the next Bills player that could actually make the Pro Football Hall of Fame that hasn't made it already? Because there's a long list of drought-era players that are not going to even sniff the Hall of Fame. So... It's too bad microphones cost $2,000. We can't justify getting a new one. I even told John I was going to give him one for free. They're like $24, aren't they? John, you just got to sell your my buddy. <laughs> You'll be able to afford a, a one that's nicer than the one you got. Are you Mike, do you still have your my buddy? Would you ever get rid of it? I don't have it. Oh, you don't have it? Oh. Sorry, I didn't mean to bring that up. Is that like a... No, I don't really remember it. But I did, Your parents, like, what parents I, threw it out. <laughs> yeah, they didn't want me to get too attached, probably. <clears throat> um, you could do... What might be funny is to like overlay the song. Remember the song for it? Yes. <laughs> yes. You should put that in like when we're discussing it, like low. Yeah, just underneath <laughs> it. Yeah, that's a good one. I'll do that. That's what she said. So, John, Steve Tasker making this the, the Pro Football Hall of Fame? Yeah, I, I think he's got a really good shot. Like, I'm looking at the names on the list. Obviously, a lot of good players there. 
Um, I think Gratishar should make it. He was a really great player for the Broncos, 70s, early 80s uh, linebacker. But um, I think I'd put him over Tasker. Um, some of these other guys, I, I, um, any, anybody else I might bring up, I, I mean, might be on par, I think. I, I don't know. Um, it's cool that somebody like Sterling Sharp's on there. Like, it's a shame his career got cut short. Um, Why did it get cut short? Do you remember? Is injury. Oh, okay. Yeah, because he, um, he was really good with Brett Favre, right? Like he was a, but he, yeah, only, he was, was a, with him for like four or amazing. five years. <clears throat> yeah, like he could have broke all kinds of records if he had a full career. Um, but no, I like. There's a lot of good players on this list, but I think Tasker is, is as good a shot as just about any of them. Um, I just you know don't know like what the tendencies are of the senior, um, you know how they vote the seniors in. Um, I've never had to worry about it before because I was, you know, it's Tesker wasn't in that position yet, and there were, wasn't really any other bills that were. So, um, but yeah, it'll be interesting. Do we know? In the, I think you should be find in, out. Uh, like regardless of how this, we're gonna find out on July twenty uh, seventh um, who the twelve seniors and twelve coach contributors are gonna be at the next stage, and then on August twenty second, the seniors committee will meet, and then they'll announce the three seniors for final consideration. So July 27th is the next stage. And then after that, if, if, if Steve Tasker makes it through that, then it's August 22nd. So we'll know before what it was the hall of fame game. It's usually like the first preseason game or something like that. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. Why did I think that they did some announcement like in between, like just before the Super Bowl or something, or is that something else I'm thinking about? Is that that's Walter paid man of the year, isn't it? They announced that at the Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> No, I mean before the Super Bowl. Oh, like in between. They, maybe they do this, or like the day before, or something. Don't they do something, or is that just when? Yeah, I'm not sure. I feel like something happens then. Finalists for MVP announced before the Super Bowl, or maybe that's like the modern era stuff. The senior stuff might be ahead of time. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah, good point. Fifteen modern era players announced. Yep, that's when they. That's when I think they do the modern era announcements. Is right before the Super Bowl. Because they get enshrined on in Kenton on the the first preseason or like the the weekend before that, right, or that weekend, right? Yeah. So that's not going to happen this year anyway. But that would be the next year if 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 he were to get in, right? I think so. I think so. So that was cool. I mean, it's it's let's hope let's hope he makes it. Um, that might be the last. That will be the last bill from that era. Kind of crazy. Kind of like an end of an era. Th- sort of feeling. I remember when we went to see Andre Reed get inducted in Canton, like there was just, that was a cool experience because at the time looking back at it, that was the year that uh, Ralph Wilson passed away and he was selling the team. And so you didn't know if the bills were going to stay in Buffalo. So that was kind of like this weird, it's, it's good looking back in it, but at the time you're like, I don't know if the bills are going to keep the team. And then Andre Reed in his speech saying the bills will stay in Buffalo. So that was kind of cool. Cool to hear. Good thing he was right. Like that would have been funny looking back on it if he was wrong. But <laughs> people guaranteeing things that they have no control over. <laughs> uh, Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity, but giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge—that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. 
That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Funny. So the the next piece of news uh, is that Chris Brown's going to continue calling the games in 2024 on the radio uh, while John Murphy recovers from a stroke. Kind of sad that, like, John Murphy gets, like, none of the recognition from, like, the fan base in comparison to obviously the DeMar Hamlin thing, which we're going to get to in a minute. But, uh, you know, John Murphy has been the voice of the Buffalo Bills for like, geez, ever since we were kids. And uh, along with Van Miller at the time, and then he kind of took over that position. It was kind of a cool changing of the guard as far as, you know, continuity of your childhood or whatever. And then, you know, he suffers a stroke the same weekend where the DeMar Hamlin incident happened. So we kind of forget a little bit about what John Murphy's going through, but, um, Hoping he comes back. Hoping he comes back. And on a positive note, let's talk about Damar Hamlin presenting the Pat Tillman Service Award to the Bills training staff at the ESPYs this past weekend. So the ESPYs happened this past weekend, and uh, there's this really cool narration that Damar Hamlin did before he presented the award, which I'm going to play right now. A lot of people would say the National Football League is one of the most exclusive clubs in the world. But if you're lucky to live out your dreams, the Buffalo Bills select and work your way inside like I did, Damar Hamlin. You learn. It's actually a pretty big place. Go get one, go. One, two, three, one, two, three, three. In the NFL, you got 53 players on the roster, plus at least another dozen on the practice squad. And then you've got coaches and staff, another 30 or 40. So when you add it all up, that's over 100 people in and around the team. Maybe it's a little like your job. He had a great play right there on B Cooks, huh? You got your group of people you're working with every day. All is one today. All is one. We played together. And then a larger group of people you don't see as much and probably don't know as well. That's life for a lot of us. And it's how I can best explain my relationship with the training staff on the Bills before January 2nd, 2023. Like I knew him, but I didn't really know him. I probably don't have to tell you what happened that night in Cincinnati. We were in town to play the Bengals, and I had an injury that doctors call one in a million. They have been administering CPR for over nine minutes now. Players are holding hands, praying. You can just see the word looks. Now, when the Bills trainers got to me on that field, I'm not sure what my odds of survival were. But I do know that the staff that worked on me had to do everything just right. Oh, never live through time. 
Demard remains in critical condition after a cardiac arrest. You see the prayers and we join them in the hopes that there's better news to come here very, very soon. And thanks to their training, their poise, their commitment to serving others, the Bills training staff kept me alive. I didn't wake up that morning in January thinking that I would need someone to save my life that day. And I doubt that the training staff thought that they have to do what they did either. That, as much as anything else, is what I've taken away from what happened to me six and a half months ago. That any of us, at any given time, are capable of doing something as incredible as saving a life and living a life in service to others. It's a blessing. It's a responsibility. And it's the very reason why you are hearing my voice right now. Anyone can be a hero. These are mine. And then after he did his narration, he presented the award to the uh the training staff of the buffalo bills and it was it was a cool moment everyone was up on their feet giving you know a standing ovation and you know he kind of broke down at the end you know and, and they were all comforting him and, and you know putting their hands on him and you know rubbing his back and he was like you could tell he was breaking down crying you know how momentous you know the occasion was for him which you know it's it's only been six and a half months since that happened uh but uh, it was it was cool seeing it. I mean, that's all I'm going to say about it. It was just it was a cool opportunity to see the humanity of of the game and and Demar Hamlin. You can just tell like there are certain people that you can just tell through their actions. Like they're such they just seem like genuinely good people. And that was one of the best things. If you were to have something good come out of this about Demar Hamlin, was that like we learned so much more about him as soon as he went down. Like you found out more about his personality, his foundation the things that he wanted to to give back to the community. And ever since then, you find out more and more about him. And it's all great things, great items. So that was a cool experience. I don't know if you guys have anything to add about that, but... Yeah, for sure. Like, a lot of these award shows are, you know, it's kind of like whatever, right? Oscars, Emmys, ESPYs, it doesn't matter what it is. They're kind of just kind of... It's like pop in circumstance, right? Like, just like, just showy. Right? Yeah. Yeah, it's like, I don't really care about this, but that like was a cool moment and it was a very real moment. And um, so, yeah. Did you feel any emotions when you saw that happen? Because I'll, I, I, I watched it and I was like, oh, getting a little, uh, my allergies started to act up a little bit. I'm not going to lie. It was, it was tough to. Tough yeah. To I mean, it kind of, it, it kind of took me back to like when it actually happened and it's like, it's like, oh, this is a really long commercial break, and like the whole thing, and then they they come, they cut back, and it's like, oh, there's there he's there's still out there. The ambulance is still out there. The ambulance isn't left yet, and like like the whole thing plays through, and like and like what the announcers are saying, they cut back to the studio, and like all this back and forth, and like trying to figure out what like on Twitter, like what happened, and like it was like a flashback to all that within like you know, a few seconds, but even though it took like way longer than that at the time. Um, yeah, it's pretty crazy. There's very few times where like 
the NFL will transcend like the national media of like all media, like politics, entertainment, like all that stuff, you know, like where you see them talking about it on like good morning America or something like that. There's very few times that like, they don't care who won the game last night, you know, like that's just not their thing. And then when that happened, that's all anyone was talking about on CNN on Fox news or like every media outlet was talking about what happened to Damar Hamlin. And the fact that, like, he still wasn't out of the woods at the moment. He was still in the hospital. Is he going to survive? Like, is somebody actually going to pass away from, like, you know, the, the the National Football League? Like, the NFL, did we just see someone, you know, die because they played football and there was just this freak accident? And, yeah, definitely, I agree, John. There's a good way of putting it. It brought you back to those feelings and emotions you had watching it happen. And, uh, yeah. So, obviously, you so know. So, will you be betting on DeMar Hamlin to be the NFL Comeback Player of the Year? foregone conclusion do you have to start for that happen to happen because i don't think i think it can be anybody you just have to be an nfl player i think it's a pretty good bet i think so too even if if he doesn't start a game i mean he's gonna play i mean assuming he plays i think it's a foregone conclusion like i can't think of anybody else right now well i i don't know like who who tore the ACL early in the season? They could have a great year, or you know, Brees Hall got hurt. Von Miller, Von Miller. Well, yeah, there's a few players, but yeah, I mean, Hamlin is a very unique circumstance. I, I think it'd be hard to not have a bunch of people voting for him. Mike, do you have the odds in front of you? Because I I just pulled them up. Please. If you want to, if you take a guess, so Demar Hamlin is definitely <laughs> leading leading the. Uh, the odds for the NFL comeback player of the year. The second place one is tied between Tua Tagovailoa and Russell Wilson at plus 2000. So if you were to guess Tua, did he Tua. play most of the games? <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. Sure. Most of them. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Maybe nine or 10 games. Yeah. I mean, his body was there. I don't know. That's <laughs> yeah. No kidding. Jeez. <laughs> uh, Honestly, like all jokes aside, I kind of worry about him a little bit, like as a human, right? Like the couple of the like him just standing up and like the way that he was like it, it did not look good. No, for sure, it's scary seeing those guys like take those hits and try to get back up, stand back up, and they fall right back down. Like and then see them finish the game. Like <laughs> I mean, he looked fine in the second half of that Bills game, I will say, but like man, he did not look good for those few seconds after he took that hit. Like that way, he looked shook up. And then, are you also talking about the Bengals game the next week where he got hit really hard and it, all of the above, really? Like, yeah, just in general, but, for sure. You were just talking about the humanity of Demar Hamlin. <laughs> you talk about guys that are getting multiple concussions or getting, yeah, that's yeah. So the Russell Wilson one is just like he, he wasn't good last year, so he could be good this year. And that that, that <laughs> apparently that apparently it doesn't have to be injury wise. It just means you sucked last year. <laughs> So, so <laughs> dog crap last year, you know, you're, oh, you went back to MVP form this year or something. Maybe you just, so like, you could set yourself up to get come back here. You know, you could, you know, I'm going to throw this year so I can get an award next year. <laughs> yeah. Russell Wilson is playing 3D chess over here. Got the huge contract, you know, now he'll make a comeback player of the year. Uh, hit those escalator clauses in his contract from that. Uh, so if those guys, if those two guys are plus two thousand, what do you think the odds are for Demar Hamlin? If you had to guess, would it be negative like negative ten thousand? 
It's a good guess. Mike, John. It is in the negative. Negative so we'll neg- neg- nine thousand nine hundred ninety. <laughs> <laughs> John is right. John is right. <laughs> Minus five hundred. Minus five hundred for the odds. Plus two thousand. Minus five hundred. So it's what? It's a one in five chance that it's going to be Demar Hamlin based on those, as opposed to a twenty to one that it's going to be Tour or Russell Wilson. So who's after those two guys? Okay, uh, it is Lamar Jackson at plus twenty five hundred. I like that one. Cooper Cup is plus twenty five hundred, and Brees Hall is plus twenty five hundred. You know what I've been saying though, and you guys, I feel like you don't put any stock in it. But at the beginning of this podcast, when you were introducing it, you were like, "Hey, everybody, if you're friendly and you like the Bills, you must know some friends that are friendly and like the Bills, right?" And that's what I'm always saying. <laughs> so Josh Allen would not be friends with a loser, and they're always talking up how. Friend, how good of friends Josh Allen is with Sam Darnold. So my money, if Demar Hamlin was not in there, would be on Sam Darnold. Come on, the logic just makes perfect sense. And what, what are the odds made on Sam Darnold? <laughs> All right, let's let's take a look. He's not even. But that's on the even list. better. That's even better for us betting it. I don't think you can bet that though. I don't think it's an option. It's not an option. He's John- on there. Have you ever heard of John Mechie the third? I have never heard of that. Yeah, he yeah, he uh, uh was drafted last year by Houston and he was sick. I don't know if it was like leukemia or something. Oh. He went through some stuff and now, and he's coming back. So that would be, you know, that's some serious stuff like leukemia. Yeah. Like that that should that should outweigh in any normal year where someone didn't die in the field. Like he should be up there, I think. Yeah, I don't remember exactly, but for some reason that is in my brain. But right. um, maybe it should be two awards, like comeback player of the year because you sucked last year, comeback player of the year <laughs> because of you were injured last year, and comeback yeah. player of the year because of shit outside your control. So like no, no, no. In Mechie's case, he's never played it down in the NFL because he was a rookie last year, so he missed all of last season without playing. So it's another it's a four category. Yeah, it's like. Coming back from college to the NFL, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, he should be in in Demar Hamlin's category, like things that happen to you, it's out of your control. I like that. And then like there should be a you just took a dump on you know last season. So here's your well, that's kids. like almost that's like most players is like uh, you you suck. You can be you can be in this category for next year. <laughs> Sam, oh, I'm sorry, Mike. You're right. Sam Darnold is on there plus three thousand. Oh, there you go. Sorry about that. That would be the smart money if if. But for Demar Hamlin, what, wait. Why do you like him? Just because he's friends with Josh Allen? Yes. Oh, <laughs> you That's are who you roll with. Oh, so you think he's all of a sudden going to become good because he's friends with Josh Allen? I just think he never got a show. Like the Jets were dysfunctional, man. Yeah, and the Panthers. We know this. Yeah. Where is he now? Is he still with the Panthers? Like if 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 you switch Josh Allen and and uh, Darnold's where they landed, maybe it would be complete opposite. He's with the Niners now. Oh, he's with the Niners. The best yeah. team in the NFC. Uh, Brock Ooh, Purdy, man. Dude, he's not even going to play, is he? Does, didn't he yeah. have like shoulder surgery? No, I think he's going to be fine, they said. Right? Well, he's going to be fine on the bench once Darnold beats him out. <laughs> what about Trey Lance? What about him? <laughs> is he friends? Is he friends with Josh, Josh Allen? <laughs> I don't think he is. Darnold might be third string. 
Dartle might be practice squad, Mike. <laughs> what <laughs> about- <laughs> and he will not get poached off that practice squad, like so. But imagine if he did. Maybe Tampa Bay because don't, they're in a don't spite me into and... making a giant, <laughs> giant outside <thumb>. bat. <laughs> it's at this point if if you make a ten dollar bet, you will make six three hundred dollars. No, no, no. $300 to one. dollars bet, you'll make three thousand. How much to make three million? <laughs> Before, uh, after thousand dollars, thousand dollars bet on Sam Darnold. You just might as well just just give that money to me. I'll I'll just <laughs> I'll just throw it into like this penny stock, and I'll still get better return on your investment. <laughs> it's more likelihood of you like. You're going to lose your money no matter what, but at least you have a shot <laughs> of somehow making it big. <laughs> I'll sell you like the same stuff like the Wolf of Wall Street sold all those guys that he stole the money from, and you'll still have a better chance of getting it. Sometimes we joke around and we're just being facetious, but I'm serious this time. So you write this down, <laughs> put it in an Excel sheet. I don't know what you have to do to keep track of clips when the show is there. Like, oh. <laughs> You've probably never done that. John, well, do it for this episode. I, Mike, I promise I won't forget. If Sam Darnold becomes a comeback player of the year, I will not forget that you're the one person on earth that said that that might happen. I promise. John, John will be our witness on that. Witness? It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Witness, but it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen because of... Because uh, he sucks. Because of DeMar Hamlin. <laughs> Well, well, you can like you can see who the second, third place voting is, right? So, like, let's say Hamlin wins it, he won't get second yeah. place either. <laughs> so you'll give me credit for second place, but how can I profit off it? Can I bet on DraftKings? Like, I want the second donuts for the second. <laughs> that should be a thing. You should get more money for guessing who's going to be number two because you guessed yeah, it that's right. Way harder. It's like guessing who's you know like the trifecta if you guess the first, second, and third place mm-hmm. horses, right? That's what it would be. It would be a what's the what's the instead of the trifactor when there's only two exacta. You get the exacta because obviously Demar Hamlin's going to win it. But number two, mm. yeah, number two would be Sam Darnold in this case. You would rake it in with that or Lamar Jackson <laughs> or like more or like Priest Hall. <laughs> All those guys infinitely more likely than Sam Darnold. But yeah, is it just because he's friends with Josh Allen? That's all. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> why i don't understand like in this very podcast at the beginning you you were like oh if you're if you're friendly and you like the bills that means you have friends that are the same well how many like are you friends with it a lot of people unlike that... yourself no <laughs> but that doesn't mean they have the same talents as one another as well it doesn't mean that like do you think you're more talented than john and i <laughs> i think i'm reconsidering my friendships right now <laughs> <laughs> well, you think you're better than us, John? <laughs> I think that's what he thinks. Um, he doesn't. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> Just like, I don't know if I'm up to par with uh, being worth your friendship. Uh, I think I'm at least as good as Sam Darnold. <laughs> <laughs> he have as many playoff appearances as Sam Darnold. <laughs> What, do, um, what? How would you disagree with it? Like considering like everyday life. Because I think you're thinking would... like somebody because you get along with someone doesn't mean you have the same skills as someone, right? Like you, Mike, you might be good at like talking in in a group setting, right? Like public 
speech, right? Like you could get up into a crowd of a hundred people and just like talk about anything, right? Like that could be a skill you have, but because I'm your friend, it doesn't mean that like I also possess that same specific skill of talking in front of people, right? Like just by association, that's like talent. But, by association. but aren't you conflating a little bit? Like in this example, aren't we both public speakers? Cause that's how they know each other. They're both NFL quarterbacks. Like the skill that we're talking about is like, we're both like, you're going up first and then I'm going up and we're friends. Like if you suck, I'm not going to be around you. I'm not going to like hang out with you. Like, Hey, I'm the best. <laughs> Maybe he wants that's it. Actually Maybe. A good, that's actually a good point. Like you're at work. Yeah, you're not going to hang out with somebody that doesn't like pull their weight and kind of sucks, right? Well, is your friendship Thank based you. on is your friendship based on how they perform at work, or is it based on how you treat each other? And you know, our your friendship is like you know the the experiences you have, not necessarily like how good they are at their job. But you're in the same job, so it's like just like John said. I think you're kind of like, like you hang out right? with at work. Yeah, I think. I think it's unlike. Oh, we don't know if he's still friends with him. Maybe he's not since he went to Carolina. <laughs> maybe I, I haven't seen as many pictures of them together. Maybe he just. But maybe he likes having him around because it makes him feel. Oh, makes superior. him realize how much better. Yeah, one of those friends. It's like a hot girl well, like, like, out with like, like a, us, like you and I and someone. <laughs> <laughs> and a third wheel, which will not be named. <laughs> yeah, wasn't part of it they were trading with. Josh Palmer, or, or like they were all trading with the same guy, so they were all in the same group. <laughs> Who John, are they fighting with, John? Judge dismissed that statement altogether. <laughs> Who are they fighting with? No, they're training with. Training. Oh, yeah, they're both training with Palmer and like some other quarterbacks, whatever. Mm-hmm. Let's. Who else was in that group? Patrick it was Mahomes. probably like Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes. I like how John totally dismissed. I don't think he understood. <laughs> well, that's why. That's why it's the. That's why it was a perfect comment. Then I guess I like to think we push each other to be better at everything in in a certain way or shape or form. But he's been doing this podcast for how long and he can't get his microphone to work? Well, it's a good thing there wasn't a Prime Day deal just recently or anything. (laughs) For $24. (laughs) $24 for the best podcasting mic money can buy. It's only been the last two weeks. It hasn't been the whole time. (laughs) Clearly, it's trending in the wrong direction, though. (laughs) And to be fair, when anybody ever that I know that actually listens to this thing mention talks about, it, they're like, "Hey, you sound the best quality out of out of any of the three guys." So something good is here. It's just the last couple weeks. I have a flaky wire. Listening to unfortunately, his head might be getting a I little need... too big for this podcast. He's like, "Listen, guys, it, I, unfortunately, I very assertive. <laughs> I need to replace this, but." No, no, no. Well, which will be a shame because maybe you won't be the best podcaster on this podcast then. For best one. sounding. Best sounding. <laughs> <laughs> they're like they're like your takes and analysis and opinion were. I gotta take what I gotta take what I can get. <laughs> you were you were the most belligerent out of the three of them, so we we can hear you clearly. <laughs> oh man, uh, good good cool. Cool. So Demar Hamlin, comeback player of the year, book it. So that that's it, guys. We we covered a lot of different things um, in this episode. 
This was a lot of fun. Um, like I mentioned, be sure to check out uh, Thursday and Friday when I released two other episodes of my conversation with Sean Murphy this past weekend. Um, it was a really cool conversation. We talk about all the positions, everything. I mean, we, we almost we almost talk about next year because we talked about everything. So that was a fun conversation. So thank you guys all for listening to Circling the Wagons podcast brought to you by the Twin Spire Sportsbook at DeLago. Signing off for John, if his microphone works. It does. Go Bills. <laughs> For Mike. Go Bills. Sam Darnold, runner-up player of the year. Get those exactas in, everyone. And for me, Nate, go Bills. And uh, I wish I got him my buddy. See ya. Hey, hey. Thank you for listening to the Circling the Wagons podcast. Download and subscribe to us in your favorite podcast service. Email us at ctwpod at gmail.com. That's Charlie Tango Whiskey Pod at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at ctwpod. And most importantly, go Bills! Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills, mate. <laughs>
That's not the one Nate? in the commercial. What the hell is that? That's you can play. You can play with the buttons and the zippers. You can show them everybody. Play with the zippers. That <laughs> <laughs> was John's favorite part. That's <laughs> how John learned. Um, yeah, you got to Google Lens that man. You got to like take a picture of it and it'll identify what the hell that thing is. Yeah, I'm just looking through all the Google image search of my buddy doll, and I did not find one that looks remotely like that. One. Oh, there's a tag on here. Let me see. Washing instructions. It's like my friend. <laughs> I know why. My pal. Bet, that'd be funny. <laughs> Me amigo. <laughs> the, it, the, the, the text on the other side is too faded. I can't read it. Came that way. Uh, yeah, I'm looking at the My Buddy commercial screenshots, and that is not what's in no, the... This is definitely My Buddy. Is... Can you do a Google Lens and prove it? What's a Google Lens? Wait, if he holds it's like you it up, take a so... picture of it and it searches the internet to identify Wait, it. How John, do you do hold... that? No, Jesus. <laughs> hold it up. Hold it up Jeez. to the. Uh, hold it's it like up. Like talking to, the... to your grandparents. <laughs> hold it up to the screen. Hold it up to your to your uh, lens, and I'm gonna Google lens it myself. Okay, here we go. How will you cut out John's face? <laughs> Who It'd be is? Be funny if I this... identified John. I <laughs> 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 identified John. <laughs> You're on a list, John. <laughs> Everybody's on a list. It won't. It won't. Uh, it won't come up. So what screen. do I get to do? I take a photo, and then what? You go. So you go to Google.com. Oh, Google.com. I know. I yeah. yeah I'm you, aware of that. Google app, and then there's like a little uh, Google app. What is that? <sighs> you don't have a Google app on your Android phone. <laughs> You just you just start typing and it searches for you. Like, so, what do I, what do I... so there's a microphone to the right, and then to the right of that should be a like little camera sort of symbol. So on Google.com. Well, yeah, Google.com or the Google app. Oh, there is a camera symbol. Yeah, that's the, oh. with the camera. That's you're not you're looks. not kidding. <laughs> Search with your camera. Okay. We're about that's... to change your life. Open camera. Tap shutter button to. Oh, look at this. Right, Even on. John can figure it out. It's like tap shutter button. Give him. It looks like a monkey using a cell phone for the first time. <laughs> oh, ten dollars! Uh, I'm not sitting on a lot of money. Well, because it's not a real nineteen doll. Nineteen eighty-three. I got the deer on it. Yeah. Uh, what is it called? <laughs> it doesn't say. It's the same vintage toys. Hold on. I wish we hadn't. Like, I mean, I feel bad. I, this is this is gonna, like, he thought he had is, a my buddy the whole time. This 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 could ruin my my whole childhood right here if I continue the search. Just so you guys know, so there's different variations of this. I don't think that's the right thing. Hold on, I don't think it's the same thing. Yeah, I do kind of feel bad that we may have pointed this out because this one is shoelaces. Mine, well, John mine John may pull the plug a little bit sooner on his parents someday because of this. You told me I was getting a my buddy doll. See, like none of these look exactly the same. So hold on a second. If it makes you feel any better, my parents lied to me all the time. <laughs> what is it, John? Dapper Dan. <laughs> oh my god. Oh man, 
Sorry, dude. Sorry, Chad. <laughs> and it's not even worth anything. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> so Mike was the only one of us that had a my buddy, apparently. Jeez. <laughs> It's going to be an uncomfortable conversation with your parents. <laughs> They've probably been dreading this the whole their whole life. Oh, man. I can't bring it up. Well, I'm not going to tell my kids about this. No, 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 no. No, no, lie, lie. Isn't that perpetuate the lie? Then you say what my parents said. Dapper Dan. That, that name fuck? is hilarious, too. <laughs> 1983. I mean, it's it makes sense. It was I was one at that point. So I bet you they got it from one of their friends that like had a kid that was like a few years older than you, and they're just like, "Oh, John, here you go." Or was did you actually get it out of the box? I don't know. It's one. (laughs) You probably. (laughs) I don't think that thing came in a box, Nate. Not that just roams around the house at night. I don't know. <laughs> There's no actual Dapper Dan company. <clears throat> place Play School Dapper Dan and Play School spelled with S K O O L. That was Play School's version of my buddy. That so was their attempt. Play, play School with a K is the company. Everything's a lie. Sorry, John. Maybe in a different dimension I got on my buddy. You could probably eBay it right now. Yeah, it's like ten dollars. It's like nothing. How much is how much does my buddy go for on eBay? I'll let you know. I don't. Even That's want what it. I mean. We could chip in and get you one. And my buddy. No, I don't want one anymore. Fifty-four dollars, fifty-five dollars, forty dollars, thirty-five. Yeah, look at the sold listings. Oh, you can look at that. Jeez. Yeah, filter. All listings, best offer. I didn't know there's a way to look at it. They've already been bought. Yeah, that's the one that matters. Who cares what other people are selling it for? Oh, I know exactly. Sell for a thousand dollars. This one's wow. This one was in the box, one hundred seventy nine dollars. All right, we're not looking at in the box shit. <laughs> this one is no, this... nothing graded. <laughs> Wear and tear because this is this isn't like rough condition. So this one went for thirty bucks. This one's okay. For so ten dollars. Oh, $10. All right, perfect. We're well, good. this was so, a vintage horse. On par. $10. On, it was Dapper my Dan buddy. is on par with my buddy is what I'm no, hearing. Okay. No, 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 no. no was, you said $10. It was vintage horseman doll, 22-inch my buddy lookalike. So he looks, it looks a hell of a lot more like my buddy, though, than Dapper Dan. <laughs> that's for sure. 